Can sneakers be compared to a Thanksgiving meal? We'll discuss this week on Fire Footwear. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Fire Footwear. As always, I am your host, Matty Ice. It is Thanksgiving week, so I want to wish everybody a Thanksgiving right off the bat. Last week, I talked about the Jordan 1 Lost and Found release, and I talked about an outline, the history and influence of the Jordan 1 Chicago. Obviously, it is a huge shoe in sneaker history. We also talked through whether Nike was watering down the storied history and lore of the Jordan 1 Chicago's by releasing the Lost and Found, and honestly, just releasing reimagined versions of the classic shoes that we've all known and come to love. The Jordan 1 release this weekend was actually kind of funny, and I have to cop to something. Coming in, obviously, we knew there was going to be exclusive access to the sneakers app. And one of the things I think we have to give Nike credit for is the fact that they made exclusive access for those of us who had lost, I believe it was 20 or more Jordan 1 releases. Now, I would actually qualify for that if I had actually put my name into the draw for 20 releases over the last few years. Honestly, I find myself putting my name in less and less because there's so many shoes that come out and it's almost impossible to collect every single one of them. However, I think that it is cool for them to recognize the fact that so many people have taken loss after loss after loss and that they're trying to give back to that community. I was not one of the people who got exclusive access. I know a lot of people who did and congrats to you. And that left us on the November 19th, I believe I said November 18th last week, release that was this past Saturday. Now I was going after it on the sneakers app. I'm not a member of a group like Soul Savvy anymore. And so therefore I'm going to do it the old fashioned way and actually do it through the sneakers app. Now I know that that's very, it's not smart of me, let's put it that way. But heading in, I thought, you know what? I'm gonna enter the drawing and we'll see what happens. I do not enter on multiple accounts. I'm just one of those people. I have one account, we're gonna go with it. And if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I move on with my day. Now I was able to get into the app very easily. I was able to join the lottery very easily and everything went through without a hitch. I was a part of the drawing and everything was fine. I just kind of waited for the results. As the results took longer and longer to come out, I started to wonder if perhaps something was going on. And so I went to the one place that I can usually get that kind of information very quickly. And that was Twitter. Even though I thought Twitter was supposed to have broken down over the weekend because literally everybody on the staff left the company. It seemed as if Twitter was going to be burning up in flames, but it was still here. So I went and just looked up sneakers and I found out that a lot of people were still waiting for that information. And so it led me to believe that something was going on. It led me to believe that something behind the scenes didn't go right for the sneakers app. The sneakers app has had a very, very interesting history with sneaker culture. Obviously it is, it's a clown show because it breaks a lot. You never win anything. And so many people find it as a last ditch effort. And it's on me for not using any other means besides the sneakers app. But again, I'm not necessarily as invested in every single release that comes out. So I use the app that I can because I'm out and about a lot. I'm busy a lot. And I just don't have the time to sit at a computer and try to hack into Chrome and hack into other things in order to basically get the shoes that I want. And what I found out is that a lot of people were having issues with the sneakers app and even just joining the drawing in general. The button, they would click it, click it, click it. They weren't able to actually get in. And a lot of people were having issues even entering it. So for something that Nike was trying to do, which was make it more accessible, have so much more stock than they usually do, the app failed a lot of people. Now I have to cop to the fact that on social media, both on Twitter and on Instagram, I made a joke about the Taylor Swift ticket fiasco the other day. 
And I said that basically everybody who was going out for Taylor Swift tickets essentially was a member of sneaker culture for at least that one day. And it was just supposed to be, you know, kind of lighthearted and, and just kind of poked fun a little bit at some of those people, because those of us have, who have been in sneaker culture for a while, we feel this just about all the time. You know that that disappointment basically is a rite of passage if you're somebody who loves sneakers these days. It's impossible to get a lot of shoes. It's impossible to get everything that we want. And so we feel that disappointment when something like the sneakers app lets us down. Little did I know is that was almost going to be foreshadowing to what took place over the weekend with this release. I do know a lot of people that copped and congrats to you again, whether it was through exclusive access or whether it was just because of the drawing. But I think that I feel like I almost added karma to this and sort of tempted fate a little bit by making fun of the Taylor Swift release. So I do apologize to anybody if that was the case for you. If you weren't able to get in, that certainly wasn't my intent. I was just trying to have a little bit of fun. But you know what, though? A lot of people who got W's are probably very, very thankful. And this week being Thanksgiving, I wanted this week's episode to be a Thanksgiving-related release or a Thanksgiving-related episode so that we could kind of contemplate some things around a holiday that I think gets lost in the shuffle with Christmas. We're going to talk a lot about things that happen in December. There's going to be a lot of Christmas-themed episodes throughout the month of December. Thanksgiving, I think, feels like it has become just a stepping stone to that Christmas holiday. And I know that there's a lot of questionable history around the history and the reasoning why we celebrate Thanksgiving still as a country. But what I have done is divorced myself from that and tried to focus on the positivity about it. It's being with family. It's taking inventory of the things that you have in life. And honestly, I think one of those things is sneakers. But then it got me to thinking, if I'm going to talk about sneakers and Thanksgiving, there are not really a lot of Thanksgiving releases that have happened over the years that we can really do a full episode on it. But it dawned on me. A lot of people celebrate Thanksgiving differently. Many, many people do it the traditional way, the way that I do it in the Matty Ice household. We do a traditional Thanksgiving. A lot of people do it differently. They have different sides. They just have a whole different aspect of it. There are some people who have Chinese food. They have pizza. No matter how it is that you celebrate Thanksgiving, I think that this question could be applicable to many. And if we are looking at our Thanksgiving plate and it were filled with sneakers instead of food, what would it look like? And what I mean by that is if we were to take the Thanksgiving traditional dinner, let's take it the way that I have it. We have a lot of different things on our plate that are usually, we have more on our plate than we normally do on any other meal, any other time of the year. Maybe Christmas, maybe New Year's, but the holiday season is filled with gluttony. That's kind of the whole point almost to Thanksgiving at this point. If you're a foodie like me, you want a lot of different things in your plate. And I'm talking about you have so many different sides. Your plate is full of all the different choices that you have at the buffet table. And if I'm thinking about it this way, this is what my plate would look like. And we're using very generic standard definitions of Thanksgiving related food here. I would have turkey, I'd have stuffing, I'd have mashed potatoes. A lot of people would have mac and cheese. And I found out recently that as a white person, I didn't have mac and cheese. And I didn't realize that that was a very white person thing to not have at your Thanksgiving dinner table. A lot of my friends that are not white, people of color, they've told me that you're missing out by not having mac and cheese. Mac and cheese, homemade at least, was something we had in Easter. I didn't know it as a Thanksgiving side, essentially. So I'm adding it here because so many people who probably listen to this show may have it at their dinner table. So I want to represent fully the way that I can. I'm going to put a veggie on there, even though there are a lot of people for whom veggies are not necessarily a part of their Thanksgiving meal. But I think that it is important that it, we at least pay tribute to veggies and the value that they have in our health. Rolls, gravy, cranberry sauce, and I have pumpkin and apple pie. You can have any kind of dessert. Pumpkin and apple pie are obviously the two desserts that are probably at most of these tables. And what I want to think about is if you were to assign a sneaker to each one of these things, what would it be? 
And this is essentially what would make up your Thanksgiving play. I just wanna have a little bit of fun with this. So we're gonna start at the top. I think the main course on Thanksgiving in many, many households throughout the country is turkey. Now I do know a lot of people who serve turkey. I know a lot of people who serve ham and again, just think of it as to whatever main course is in your Thanksgiving meal or on your plate. If it's turkey, ham, whatever it is, this is your shoe. So what would be the shoe for me that represents turkey, the main course? For me, it would be the Jordan 1. The Jordan 1, as we talked about a few weeks ago and even last week, is the shoe of shoes. It's the shoe that started it all technically in terms of what we know sneaker culture to be today. It's probably the most released. It's probably the most worn. It's probably the most recognizable. And that's turkey, right? That is what turkey represents on our plate. It is what we go for first. The bird is the main attraction. All your guests are like, hey, how's the turkey looking? How's the turkey? When's it going to be done? You can smell the turkey throughout. Whenever you open up the oven to go baste it, you can smell it. It just permeates the entire day. To me, that's the Jordan 1. The next thing, if you're like me, we stuff our bird. Now, a lot of people do not stuff the bird because there are culinary reasons why you couldn't stuff the bird, but also maybe health-related reasons. You have to be able to cook the turkey to a certain temperature so that the stuffing gets to a certain temperature. For some people, that actually dries out the breasts. It does not for me, so this is not applicable. But I think of stuffing as one of those things that a lot of people actually can take or leave. It's funny because I love stuffing. It's probably one of my, if not my favorite side, and I think it just is a nostalgia thing. It's the way my mom used to make it. It just has, there, there was an emotional attachment to it from my childhood. So I generally tend to gravitate towards stuffing and I generally tend to be very picky about it because a lot of people make dry stuffing. I think today though, in today's world with so many culinary YouTube channels and cookbooks and so forth, we have so many more resources at our disposal to basically be able to understand how to cook stuffing a lot better. We obviously know a little bit more. And so I think stuffings have become a lot more exciting. But stuffing really is kind of the attachment to turkey, but it's kind of a take it or leave it side for a lot of people. It's a filler and a lot of people don't necessarily always want to have it or need to have it. But when it's there, it does always deliver. And that's why I've given the stuffing to the Air Force Ones. The Air Force One predates the Jordan One, and it is what we know now, probably the second highest selling shoe in Nike's history. The white Air Force One is a staple, but even though that's plain, and even though it's always there, you can, and you, we do see this a lot, doctor up the Air Force One, whether it's a low top, mid top, or high top, and it's just a classic. And there's a lot of things that you can do with it, but it's the simplicity of it sometimes that really rules the day. So that's why I give stuffing to the Air Force One. Next on my plate is mashed potatoes. I absolutely love mashed potatoes. I usually have mashed potatoes with like a volcano of gravy in the middle of it. We'll get to gravy later. This is just mashed potatoes by itself. To me, mashed potatoes are probably the second highest rated thing on the plate. Technically speaking, we could have mashed potatoes at any time, but if you're doing it right, mashed potatoes are a wonderful and dreamy culinary experience. They're creamy, sometimes they're lumpy, they have a really good flavoring to them. They have butter, they have milk or cream, depending on how you're doing it. They're velvety, they're just, they're, they're, they're comfort. They're always comfort. And I think so many people love them. And that's why I'm giving the Nike Dunk to mashed potatoes. The Nike Dunk is really the cousin to the Jordan one. But right now, if you think about all of the shoes that are out there, they're making Nike Dunks by the truckload right now. And they're always good. They're always velvety. They're very consistent in their quality. And I think that's what you see today. You can actually take mashed potatoes and really doctor them up. I personally like to make a cheesy baked potato, mashed potato, where I put some cheese in there. I use heavy cream. I've got some green onions, some pancetta. We're just really taking some liberties on it but it's still got that creaminess. It's still got that flavor and it's just so, so good. 
And that's if you take something like an SB dunk of yesteryear from the pink box era, really, that's kind of like cheesy mashed potatoes. But sometimes you just get those dunks that really hit where they're too colored. They're almost like a Jordan 1 low top. To me, those are just traditional mashed potatoes. They all look good, they all have their place, and I think that they're really the second star of this meal. Mac and cheese is again something that I don't personally have on Thanksgiving, although I'm really considering making it one of these years because I feel like I am missing out. And mac and cheese again is something that maybe isn't for everybody. It's not on everybody's Thanksgiving plate, but we do know for those of us that like it, it definitely hits. And that's why I'm making mac and cheese the Yeezy 700s. The Yeezy 700s are a dad shoe. They're chunky, they're plain sometimes, but man, when you have a pair, you just know. If you know, you know. That's what I say about the Yeezy 700s. I absolutely love them. The Wave Runners are one of my favorite shoes of all time. Unfortunately, my pair finally fell apart, so I'm in the market to get another pair of 700s. They're wonderful. You can add color, you can be plain, all of it seems to work, and there is something for everybody. And I think with mac and cheese, you can have really fancy mac and cheese, you can do a bechamel sauce, you can put breadcrumbs on top, you can do jalapeno cheddar mac and cheese, whatever you want. There's so many different flavors of it that you can have, but it's not necessarily at everybody's Thanksgiving table. So the veggies. Now the veggies could be just about anything. For us, most of the time we gravitate toward green beans. A lot of people do green bean casserole. I think that that is absolutely terrible. We're talking about the cream of mushroom with like the fried onions on top. No, 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 I, I just can't do that. I just like to make sauteed green beans. I usually boil them a little bit in water, put them in the saute pan with some pine nuts, some olive oil, some shallots, maybe a little bit of pancetta, and it's just a great, great thing. And so everybody necessarily isn't going to Thanksgiving to have vegetables, but those of us that like to have a little bit of greenery, kind of add a little bit of color, this is to me what I think that the veggies represent. Just something that kind of keeps you down to earth. It's almost like a beater, so to speak. You have to have them, it serves a purpose, but you don't necessarily want them all the time. I'm giving this nod to the New Balance 550s. I think it's the 550s anyway, and it's those old basketball shoes that they brought back recently. Very, very plain colorway, but very, very fire. Honestly, there's something that I don't necessarily feel like I have to have all the time that I feel like I have to go out and get every time that they release a pair. But it's something that I feel like, you know, I kind of want one. I want to make sure it's represented in my collection at some point in time. And that's kind of like veggies on the plate. Maybe you don't get veggies the first time around. Maybe you get them the second time around because you want to feel at least some modicum of health, right? And I think that's where the new balances come in. Honestly, you could put a lot of new balance silhouettes here because I think new balances are a very, very solid company. They've had so many fire releases, but to me, they just don't elevate to that level that like an Adidas, a Yeezy, or even an Air Jordan gets to. So let's go gravy next. Now, gravy is something that kind of, again, it's the workhorse of the plate. Gravy is something that is added to just about everything on the plate. It's not necessary for everything on the plate, but what it does get added to on the plate is 100% elevated. That's if you're doing gravy correctly. If you're actually doing the roux correctly, if you're using good chicken stock, you're flavoring it with salt and pepper correctly. There's so many things you can do to gravy to really add to the experience of gravy, and it doesn't have to be just store-bought stuff that you put on there. So if you're talking about something that adds to your experience, but isn't necessarily the main star of the show, I mean, gravy really is an accoutrement to something else. You add it. You're not going to actually sit there and sip gravy through a straw. This is why I'm giving it to the Chuck Taylors. The Converse Chuck Taylors are just a classic shoe, but when you add them to just about any outfit, it elevates. And again, just like a lot of these other plain Jane shoes, you can have something really plain, like I'm wearing them right now and they're gray, 
They have gold lace holes. It's amazing. That's all that they have in terms of a flashiness, but it works. And you can actually design your own. You can actually go on Nike.com right now and design your own with whatever lettering you want, whatever pattern you want, and you can make them as flashy as possible. That's if you're taking gravy to the next level. Maybe you just want plain Jane. Maybe you want to go out and buy the powder that you have and dissolve it in water or whatever it is, and there's your gravy. And that's another kind of all-stars. Maybe just the very, very traditional canvas one, maybe the low tops, very, very thin, absolutely no support. Hey, you can take it anywhere that you want, but everything that you add it to, it looks better. You recognize Converse Chuck All-Stars, in my opinion, and I just absolutely love them. So I think that they're gravy because I think they're the workhorse of this plate. You're going to need something to sop up this gravy, and that's where rolls come in. Now, I will say this. Rolls come dime a dozen. It really depends on preference. Now, we have kids coming by who love the Hawaiian sweet rolls. So generally speaking, we tend to have those more often than not because, hey, you know what? Every adult likes them. It makes the kids happy. Therefore, the whole table is happy. But you could go anywhere with this. You could have sourdough rolls. You could make your own rolls. You could have ciabatta bread, whatever you want. That's the great part about rolls. You could literally take any type of bread, put it on the plate, slap some butter on it, and we are good to go as long as it soaks up that gravy. That's why I'm giving the rolls to the Yeezy 350s. Now, I want to say this. Just because that rolls maybe aren't an essential part of this plate, and maybe everybody doesn't eat them, it doesn't mean that the Yeezy 350s are that way. It just means that there are a lot of different types of 350s out there. So many colorways. The whole point of the 350s, this was Kanye's vision, was that he wanted everybody to be able to have access to get the Yeezys that they wanted. And so they have put out so many colorways, one after the other after the other. Some of them look so similar, I'm not even sure that they're different. And that's what rolls are. Rolls really are, again, something that is a personal preference to you. Just like a colorway of a 350, maybe you like the zebras, maybe you like the flax, maybe you like the ones that look like green snot, doesn't really matter. It's your preference, and that's what I think rolls are. But they're amazing. The ones that you pick are always going to be good. Any roll with butter is good. Just about every 350 is good, depending on your preference. And that's why I think that the 350s are really like the rolls of this plate. So there you go. Two things left. Cranberry sauce is interesting because I feel like cranberry sauce is something that is held on to from a almost a gone generation. Thanksgiving dinners of like the 40s and 50s, they had cranberry sauce. It came out of a can and a lot of people still have it. You definitely can make really good homemade cranberry sauce, which we have, and it is very, very good. Cranberry sauce is very much a take it or leave it thing on my plate personally. I've never felt like if I don't have it that it's missing. And when I do have it, I don't feel as if it's all of a sudden elevating everything. But what I do know is it is a longtime staple of a Thanksgiving meal. And there are a lot of people for whom there is an emotional attachment to it, whether it's a grandparent, a great grandparent, or somebody that they grew up with having Thanksgiving dinner with that had cranberry sauce. I do know a lot of people who feel that way. And so I'm giving cranberry sauce to the Adidas Stan Smiths. They have been around since the 1960s. They're very plain, but you know what? You still see people wearing them. You still see some of these brands putting their name on them. I believe there was a Prada release or was that an All-Star? I can't really remember, but I know that Stan Smiths are one of the original sort of lifestyle shoes from Adidas way, way, way back, but they're still hanging on. Maybe they're not for everybody. Maybe you don't see them quite often as you would see any of the other shoes that I've talked about, but they're a classic. And cranberry sauce is kind of that. And maybe the Stan Smiths represent a time period the same way cranberry sauce does. Some people still like the can jiggling. Some people like the whole berry cranberry sauce. It just depends on preference. But there you go, the Stan Smith. So that leaves us with dessert last. Maybe a lot of people don't eat dessert on Thanksgiving. And maybe dessert is the kind of thing that isn't 100% necessary because of all the other stuff that we have had. But in my opinion, if you are doing Thanksgiving correctly, you're eating early. I'm talking about one, maybe two o'clock. And then you're having dessert, maybe five o'clock, six o'clock. You're letting time pass. You can go out and take a walk, 
let your food settle, and then you're coming back and you are enjoying a dessert. Dessert can be just about anything, but pumpkin and apple pie are staples. They always have been. My mom used to make both. There's an emotional attachment to both. My mom's apple pie is something that I feel very strongly about to the point that my wife actually got me a personalized pie plate last year for Christmas with my mom's handwritten recipe on it. My mom passed away in August of 2021, so there's a huge sentimental value there. I think that they're necessary and they actually are so good and so classic that everybody should at least have something like that at their Thanksgiving table. And that's why I'm giving dessert to the Jordan 4. Now the Jordan 4 is my favorite Jordan silhouette. So you're probably asking, well, why is that not Turkey? The thing is, Jordan 1s are 100% recognizable, but Jordan 4s have the sentimental value to me. The chunkiness, the way that they look, the colorways, there's just a lot of things about them that really are me. I love what they look like, but they to me are not a star of any show. If you go to a sneaker con or something like that, Jordan 1s are going to rule the day, just the way the turkey rules the day. But you're ending your day with a classic, a pumpkin pie, an apple pie, any type of pie really. But for me, it's like you have to have Jordan 4s in your collection, at least one. And there's so many of them to choose from, and almost all of them are good. And the Jordan 4 to me is the cherry on top of a wonderful day, a wonderful culinary experience, and a wonderful sneaker collection. So I feel very, very fortunate to have Jordan 4s in my collection and be able to have access to them. That is my Thanksgiving plate. It is quite a loaded plate, but honestly, there's so many awesome things on here and some things that I've maybe not had a lot of experience with, but I'm trying to replicate what my Thanksgiving plate would look like with sneakers on it. What does Thanksgiving look like for you? Are you a traditionalist? Do you celebrate with family or friends? Do you have more of a different take on Thanksgiving? Or do you not celebrate at all? Because if you're an international listener, maybe you already have had Thanksgiving. The whole point is, what does your plate look like if they are sneakers? And I would love to know. Get in touch with the show on Instagram. The handle is at firefootwearpod. Reach out to me personally on Twitter at MattyIceFritz is the handle. If you have any questions or comments for me, email the show now, firefootwearpod at gmail.com. And of course, please visit the Matty Ice Media Network website to support this show, the Iceman and Coach Sports Show, political football, you name it. We've got tons of podcasts for you. We're always trying to entertain. 2023 is right around the corner and I can't wait to bring even more fire content to you. Before I get you out of here, though, I just want to say I want to wish everybody a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Our lives are very, very short. The people that we love, that we are around, don't take that time for granted. You never know how long it's going to last and you never know exactly what is going to happen in your life. So when you get that opportunity to hold somebody, tell them you love them, 100% take that opportunity at all times. And I also want to tell you that I am 100% thankful for you, the listener. You have buoyed this show. You have made it something that I never thought that it could be. When I look at how many people are tuned in and listening to this show on a weekly basis, it blows my mind because I think to myself, how could somebody or so many somebodies want to listen to me, some random person, talk about sneakers. But what I do feel is a camaraderie and a connection with you that we love the same thing and that we're all out to share our stories and just listen and hear about sneaker stories and sneaker history. So I'm very thankful for you. I hope that this finds you well. I hope that you have a wonderful and safe holiday. And I will talk to you next week. This is Fire Footwear. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Fire Footwear are those of Matt Freights and his guests and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. 
Fire Footwear is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.